Yeah. What's the name of the show, JB? Nigga, it's a pod named Kickback. A pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You say the, you whole, say the whole thing. thing. Welcome to a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution. World being televised. I'm no breaks new, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it and you have on a mask, I'll catch it. <laughs> <laughs> if you got it, I'll match it every Monday. Monday. We right back at it. I am the Black Savage. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? It's J.B. Frank. I'm that gangster geek. Coming at y'all every Monday. Representing N.W.A. Nerds with Attitude. Happy Monday. We are still doing our social distancing, as you can see. <laughs> That's my partner, New, on my left over there. <laughs> What's good, my G? I ain't too much. I'm looking at us on Zoom. We look, we look good. We look good. Mm -hmm. Tonight, I've had an air cut and, and barely any sunlight. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wolfing and shit. Wolfing. Like, I had to put on a hat today. I was like, hey, we keep talking about my hairline. Because when we did the battle, they was, they was like, look at New hairline. They look at Lumberjack. <laughs> I probably look more like a lumberjack with that. Hat. I, <laughs> I was about to say, now you got the Paul Bunyan joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! <laughs> oh yeah! I was, I was like, oh new, new rocking the the rustic uh, look. <laughs> <laughs> looking like the bearded woodsman and shit. Right, right, right. And I can twist my mustache up like Mario and Luigi. Man. Oh Jesus! <laughs> It's crazy. You gotta do that and take a picture and post that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> your evil. You remember uh, when girls used to, used to braid my beard up? That, that shit crazy. But anyway, let's get over that. Let's get over that. Um, <laughs> yeah. How y'all doing? We're very happy to be here with y'all this week. Um, very happy to say you're here, that you're alive and healthy or getting healthy or getting healthier or surviving, whatever stage you're in. Um, you're going to get, you know, we're going to have some fun today. But I do want to say, you know, peace and blessings to everyone out there going through this whole pandemic. Anyone who's lost anyone, anyone who's battling the sickness, we love you. We're here for you. And we're going to have a good-ass time. Am I right, JB? Absolutely right. I'm looking forward to this one, dude. We, we got some... Uh... Well, some funny shit <laughs> going on. Well, it was some fun shit going on for sure. But yeah. let's let's get into it. Let's get it into it. You know, first 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 segment, hello, you know. Hello. Well, you want to start it when we start it? Um, I'll I'll go first. Uh my I'll start with my personal low. Um I was feeling great over the end of last week. Everything was good. And then my temperature started to rise a little bit again. Now, I'm not exhibiting any other symptoms aside from a fever. You know what I'm saying? But my fever started to creep up a little bit and that started to bother me. But I realized that it was because I was working too fucking hard, actually. I was stressed about work. Like I wasn't, I wasn't getting out and walking the dog. I was working like 14, 15 hours a day till 10, 11 o'clock at night. And then, you know, um, so this will swing on to my personal high. <laughs> um, I got out, I got back outside. Now again, social distancing. So I'm going to a park 
where there's nobody around, absolutely nobody. I'm nowhere near anybody. I get in the car, take my dog with me to the park, go out, walk my dog, and then come the fuck home and just getting out there and getting that fresh air and that exercise immediately started to turn shit around again. Um, yeah. It's like a high moment, you know what I'm saying? So um, those are my personal high and personal lows of the week. I wasn't going to take your personal high of the week, so go ahead. <laughs> What's my personal high of the week? <laughs> go ahead. All right, so uh, my low and high are always connected, kind of like how yours were, was this week. Uh, that, that's what I've noticed. Um, so my personal low of the week was I was working from home. I'm in my station right now. Um, but I wasn't grinding and I wasn't getting the traction I wanted. I, I'm a salesman, so I'm in sales. I sell insurance for those who don't know. And I, I do some things in real estate. Um, but nobody's buying. And I just was like, no, this is a rough week. And I got back to my craft. I got back to studying you know, Grant Cardone and watching videos and going over scripts in my head and talking to my, I mean, everybody knows I'm trying to open my own agency. Well, I was trying to open my own agency in a few months. With this pandemic, we'll see. But I do plan on having my own agency, hopefully by the end of the year. So I'm in a mentorship program now. So I talked to my uh, quote unquote mentor and um, he was just giving me some game, like try this, try that, you know, Write that down. That's a good idea. Why, why you should have did that last week? You know, we, we know what else you got? What else you got? Like, let's figure it all out. Like, let's get this money. And um, I did all of that. And I had um, the end of my week was great. Friday was great. And so that was my low. And my highs, of course, I'm getting more sales. I'm getting back into the groove. But the high of that is um, I know a young lady who has the COVID 19 coronavirus. And she's in a you know, weird space. We, you know, we don't know. She doesn't know. And I was able to write the life insurance policy that if things were to take a turn for the worst, her children will be, you know, I won't say compensated, protected. And um, that was my high of the week. Um, and it just came from me being on Facebook writing posts, holler at me if you need insurance, holler at me if you need coverage, <clears throat> and her seeing it and reaching out. And um, I hope to God she doesn't have to use that for 70 years. But if she does, I know that, you know, she feels good knowing her kids are protected. And I know her kids, you know, I just, I just feel good about that, JB. That's a real reward. <clears throat> you really feel like you're helping people when you, when you take care of people like that. That's, that's one of the positives that, you know, that comes from doing a good job in this business. I hear that. I totally hear that. Um, now, um, yeah, you, you, you delicate, you delicately allowed us to segue into the next topic <laughs> the same mm -hmm. way I did, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, honestly, y'all, my real, my real, real high, my <laughs> real, real high of the week was beating news ass in the song battle. Michael Jackson took the field. The audience said it. The audience, the audience said it was a tie. They said it was a tie. I, I, I had Prince. JB had Michael Jackson. I had Prince. And we did a beat battle on Instagram Live. You know how everybody does beat battle. Not a beat battle, a song battle, catalog battle. You know, like Neo and John Say did, DJ Premier, 
and risen uh, just last night. We did one as well, and we'll continue to do it. Ours involved two legends who went along with us, Michael Jackson and Prince. I took Prince, Jamie took Michael Jackson, and as Jamie was explaining to you guys, he got his ass whooped. Nah, I didn't get my ass whooped at all. I didn't get my ass whooped at all. I the it came down to the very, very last song. And you know, there, there is no there is no last song. They, they, okay, I, I, let me bring this picture for y'all. I was whooping JBAs. No, you were not. I was. They were saying it. No, they said his last song. Let's they were. When they said down goes straight. the last two songs. Huh? Man in the Mirror versus Purple Rain. You know who won. You know who won. I got there, Michael. There doesn't exist a song for anyone that beats Purple Rain. There, that That's doesn't. My point. So that's my point. So I won. So it was the last song, but I was beating you in points up to that point. No, no, no. If the battle going through it, they was like, if, if you, their final comments was, we think it's a tie. And I was like, okay, that's kind of corny, but I, I have looked at a couple battles and I do think some of the words have. I'm going to keep it on it. So I'm not going to be fake and be like, you're supposed to choose because. Yeah, a couple times I didn't choose, so I gotta keep it a buck. But uh, yeah, I, I'll post all the comments. I'll go to the comments and post them. Please do, please do. I let them see. Let them see. Down goes Frazier, and I, and 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 let them see. Oh, that's another. That's another. Uh, almost a TKO. Let them. See. Oh yeah, they were talking about you. They was like, no, they were oh, not. You got JB on the ropes. That, no. that, that was a gut punch right there. JB's down. JB's down. They it said was, that one time. One battle. I played. What song was it? When I played Darling Nikki, Nicholas was like, it's a rap. Nicholas was sending you songs to play because he was losing. Nicholas I didn't like, take any of their songs. I know you didn't, but that's why you lost. Because <laughs> you didn't. That's my point. No, Nicholas was sending me a song. I did not lose. Little Nick. Lil Nicky was your haymaker, whatever, but I had you down early. No, no, I was never down. I was right, never go, down. Right. Go back and look at the comments. Yes, you were. Down Goes Frazier was not for me. Do, was, do I gotta play the songs? Do I gotta read the songs off? So they are no? Yo, you, I don't you, think you, that's you, you didn't play Lady in My Life. I there was so many other big mics. Oh, no, no, no. I did not play Lady in My Life. You're right, I didn't, because it was an up-tempo vibe. I stuck with up-tempo songs. It didn't help. It's it didn't help. But I, I think you guys, what? Uh, you can't judge that one if you weren't there. However, this Friday, which is my birthday, April 17th, we're running it back. But we're not doing Prince and Michael Jackson this time. JB has boys to men, and I have Jodeci. Instagram Live, Friday at 9 p.m. This time, y'all really decide who won. So JB's not delusional and confused and thinking he won when he oh, win. Oh, no, no, no. There is no confusion over here, my brother. Nigga, I dropped, when I dropped Scandalous, even your cousin was like, it's over now. There's no way to come back. Your cousin. 
But, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep this same energy. You're the one that said that you got knocked down twice. Why are you listening? Wait, wait, he, and he's also the one that said that it's no way you can come back. Like, it's officially over. Now, I'm not going to lie. You, you played a song or two, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. But I just knew I had more. I got, I had a purple one. Well, you, you know what? You you left on some critical songs. If you had played them, it might have been a little different. What critical songs do you think I left off? Because I thought you left off a couple of critical What you thought I left off? Well, I again, The Most Beautiful Girl in the World is one of my favorite Prince songs. Raspberry Beret is also one of my favorite. I played Raspberry Beret. I didn't play oh, did Most not. Beautiful Girl. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't play Most Beautiful Girl in the World because that's a I pop song. I right over here somewhere. You didn't play Raspberry Beret, huh? OK. OK. But I, yeah, Raspberry Beret. What were my, let me, let me, let me grab these lists. Yeah, there. I'm gonna run through it. Come, come on. So, let me start something. My name is, uh, this is 20 songs. We ain't going through all of this shit. But, um, I mean, uh, Little Red Corvette, 1999. I can, you know, call me anymore. Nothing compares to you. Let's go crazy. Um, all the way up. JB had, want to be starting something bad. ABC, the way you make me feel. I'll be there for you. Um, got to be there. PYT. PYT was a, was a motherfucker. But then I hit you with, let's go crazy. And it was just like, <laughs> that was a motherfucker right there. Uh, off the wall. It's almost impossible to be off the wall, but I hit you with insatiable. What was scandalous? Um, yo, you played You Were Not Alone, the R. Kelly pedophile joke, and I hit you with scandalous, and it was like, it's over. <laughs> and I was in the middle. And then I came back with Will You Be There, and they were and they were like, oh shit. Nah, 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 I, uh, nah. and then I put um, Sakis Khan, I feel for you. Yeah, and then and then it was a wrap. It was a wrap. I put Shaka Khan. I feel for you. It was nothing that could be done at that point. Yeah, there was. Remember the time. But they, those songs didn't battle. I feel for you. Battled uh, the River Jam, whatever you want to call it. I'll be there for you. And when you play, uh, remember the time. It was right. I play. After I, play I was down for you. I know. I'm no. You, yes, and you played Shaka Khan. And I responded with, remember. No, no, you went first, so you weren't responding to me. Again, again, it's a back and forth news, so I was following the song that you played. I know I went first. That, that's not how it goes. It goes by the song you play and then what my counter is. That's what they're judging. You're not judging a battle right. That's why you, I get it now. That's why you think you won. Okay, never mind. Oh, oh, argument no, over. No, argument I, over. I won because I, I took the next round with Remember the Time. That's what I'm saying. No, you didn't, because I, I, I beat Remember the Time. With, I would die for you. Come on, man. Yeah. I would die for you. I don't think you yeah. did. We well, asked no, the, people, the people did. The people did. No, ask them. I, I did. I didn't have to ask. They were hitting me. They, they were telling me. They kept asking me yeah, why you weren't playing did. certain songs. I think, I, think, I, I think we have different. Our audience is more urban than pop. So when you were going with your big pop records, they was kind of like, boo. You know what I'm saying? Like, they not into pop mic. They into off the wall, you know, thriller. They into more of the 
you know, more of the R&B, Quincy Jones influence, Mike. And when you was going with your big pop record, it wasn't resonating. We need more white fans for that. I'm just telling you, I'm just breaking it down. I don't think I did that at all because of how much, I, how much Jackson 5 I played. I didn't do that at all, new. I played. I, I'm, I'm just telling you what people said. Mm. That's what I'm saying. That's they didn't saying. say that to me. They didn't say it on the on the jump. No, nobody. Who, who, who's? Nobody said any shit like that on the jump. The, all, they, all they said was, "It's over. It's no way to come back." That's what they said. They said that after you played "Scandalous," and then I immediately came back. Whatever, man. Let. We'll see, what, we'll see what happens next weekend. We'll next see what week, happens. Y'all gotta tune we'll in. We'll see what happens next week. Jodeci. Is he talking all of this shit? He's talking so all kinds next of week. Y'all know that nigga. I know that nigga will talk shit from the, from the canvas. Hold on. Meek, Meek, you weren't even there. Might as well been there. Stop being a hater. <laughs> <laughs> Meek is the dog Um, So... Tune in this week at nine on my birthday. Jodeci versus Boyz II Men. Don't be late, goddammit. All right. Um, well, before we do that, the Rizzler and DJ Premier had a battle last night. Now, those are battles of two East Coast legends. And I had, I was going for the Rizzler, even though I thought uh, DJ Premier had a more versatile catalog. I was, I was like, you know, I like the Rizzo did Wu Tang, all the Wu Tang shit. He got a Jay Z Kanye record in there. He got some shit in there, but he wasn't playing that shit. He was playing other shit. He didn't play Cream or Triumph until the battle was over, and they were doing extra songs. And I'm like, dog pound. What, what are you? He like, I didn't know what's wrong. Another we was on. I'm just playing shit. I'm like, you. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. <laughs> So through the first 20 songs, I got Premier winning 11, 11 to 9. Out of the bonus songs, I got the RZA winning, if you do the totality. But he saved two of his biggest records till the, when the battle was over. So in one way, he won, and in one way, Premier won. So I don't, I don't know what to call it. But it was great. It was fun. They told a lot of good stories. And you know what, JB? I kind of felt bad about our, our internet our issues. RZA music was was at a four, and Premier Premier's music was at a ten. RZA couldn't get his shit set up right, and every time he tried something, it got worse, or maybe it got better, but then it got worse. He just the whole battle could not get his sound right, and I'm like, these are the legends, and they can't get their shit right. It's it's just it, this is technology is just different. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll do. I think we'll do a better. Uh, I think we'll have a better outcome with our technology next time, though. I think, uh, you know, it was the first time doing it. Um, honestly, I thought it went pretty well because it was just like the internet in your house was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not something that we could really control or mitigate. It's not like you can pre-record this shit or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So you know, um, get the internet. We get the internet straightened out, and we be Gucci. You know, my new modem should be here tomorrow. And so there we'll it see is. Xfinity. We're, we're we're holding you accountable for this Joseph Boys and Men battle. Damn it! Yeah, yeah, that's it. Hey, <clears throat> new, you ready to move on? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's definitely do that. Um, my left stroke just went viral. 
our viral story of the week. Oh, that was our viral story of the week. I didn't do the left show. Okay, well, we did that. <laughs> story of the week. Is, y'all know JB, we always call JB Father Mr. Miyagi. That's because JB's Chinese and Japanese. So JB's people in China are attacking my people, African people. JB, what, what you got to say about this? First of all, that is not true. That is not true. As far as I know, I don't have any Asian anything, but I mean, I guess time will tell who who the hell knows. Anyway, um, China is actively and overtly discriminating against the Africans that are resident in a particular town. I mean, this is basically like a... um, like a uh, a racial community, basically. It's a community of Nigerians and other West African and other African traders who actually come to China to bring the inexpensive goods and services that China offers to the African continent. So these are upstanding, straight up and down businessmen. They are coming to China mm-hmm. to buy so they can sell back in Africa. These are, some of them have lived in China for years. Um, some of them have had zero exposure to anyone with COVID-19. Some of them have been tested two and three times negative, mm-hmm. And they are still being evicted from their homes places where they've lived for years, places where they paid up rent two, three months in advance. They're just being kicked out. The stuff is being set out on the street. They're being set out on the street. They can't even get hotel rooms. Hotels won't take their patronage. Um, so, That's crazy, JB. You know, That's now here's, crazy. The up, here's the fucked up and ridiculously stupid ass part of it. So the precept for all of this is that these people apparently are a COVID risk for whatever the fuck reason, even though they have already proven that they are not, right? Um, One guy who, no, two guys came in through the airport who were infected. They walked around a bit because they didn't know what the fuck was going on, but they have pinpointed literally everyone who they infected and they have quarantined them. But now they have gone on this overt racial agenda. And what the Africans are now saying is the racism has been there for years. This is just a fucking excuse to carry out an agenda that they couldn't before because we were making the country too much money, right? So now they have an excuse to activate this Jim Crow bullshit in China. And it's fucked up, New. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's sad. Um, and my hope and my prayer is that the money will talk and the bullshit will walk. Because if you keep fucking with Africa, Africa is a really, really big continent. And people don't talk about how much of what China produces gets consumed in Africa. So I'm interested to see if there are some economic implications to this. And I hope there are. Because countries like Nigeria and Chad um, and Ghana actually... And and, and Wakanda. Don't forget Wakanda. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Wakanda forever. That's That's what the Gold Coast, I think, should do to China. Because they have enough... They have enough trading influence to impact major big business in China. So I think they should vote with their fucking feet. I think they should say fuck China. 
Yeah, I, I, I want. I want to say from China too. I gotta look at. I need to get a couple things, and I hope you know everything is made in fucking China now. So I don't know, but um, I want. I want. I want to join the boycott. You know, I, I want to join the fuck China movement. Now, I don't like that shit though. Like I, I know we were uh, in America. We were attacking Asians when this whole coronavirus first started. Yeah, and I don't agree with that either. I don't yes. agree with that. Yes. I am not going to stand stand aside and let this happen to people of African descent. Like, 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 like. Okay, we born in America. We were born over here in slavery. Whatever. I'm not fuck that shit. You're not fucking with my people and treating them like that. And I'm like, I'm gonna sit back and just like not do nothing. So I wanted to make sure we covered it on the show today, and I wanted to make sure we, we come up with some steps. I know that's one of your strengths, JB. The kind of like what we need to do is. Fuck this and, and don't buy toothpaste and don't buy, you know, whatever the fuck, whatever it is. Like, we'll figure it out. But it's definitely time to be like, man, fuck that shit. Like, yeah. for real. Because yeah. there's no way, like, like, I'm watching videos of people walking down the street being harassed, being pushed, and, or, or, or pictures of dozens of Africans just sitting with their luggage, with, with their belongings, just sitting on the street, homeless. Oh, no. Just I homeless. Sleep, sleeping on the street, in the dark. Sleeping on the street. In on bridges and shit, rows of them, rows of them. And here's the scary part: all of the Africans who have come forward and talked to CNN, they are using pseudonyms and voice disguises for their interviews because they're afraid of rep reprisal from the Chinese government. We tend to forget that China does have an autocratic governmental system. Like <clears throat> the human rights violations didn't start with the Africans. There were videos about their human rights violations during the corona epidemic. Like they were, they were locking motherfuckers up in concentration camps. They called them quarantine camps, but really it was a row of fucking beds in a cage. That sounds like a, con a concentration camp to me. Yeah, niggas was thinking they was doing that at FedEx Field. The, the army was at FedEx Field setting up camp and nobody knew what was going on. So everybody in Merlin was like, what the, what's going on? Like, I haven't heard anything about you know you know uh, about what's going on, but they definitely were talking about it. Um, JB, is there anything we can do outside you know being Americans, well Africans in America, that can help, or is this just the Chinese government? And I, some people call them socialists. I, they give socialists a bad, I guess, a bad word, but I consider them more like Russia. I consider them damn it like a. What's the term, JB, when they when, I, when they can dictate how many kids you can have? That's oh, no, I mean, they are, they, are, uh, they are autocratic communists, and a lot of people... Communists, thank you, that's the word. Well, and so I don't want to get, I don't want to geek out too much on y'all, but communism or, communism was one thing. Sovietism and socialism are another thing entirely. And then democratic socialism is another thing entirely. Those are three different sets of political ideals, three different political movements, right? So Cuba is communism, right? Russia, China, <laughs> that's Soviet communism. That's the autocratic rule and we'll kill everybody and fuck you quickly and all of that shit. Right? Then there's Bernie Sanders. That's democratic socialism. Okay. The Republicans. Re really quickly, JB, really quickly. Yeah. If you can do it in like 
two sentences apiece. Break down each of those three. You know, I, I'm not limiting you. I'm just saying like this, this really quickly because I want our audience to understand it. Understood. And me too. So, um, so uh, more pure forms of communism are more closely aligned with the ideals of Karl Marx, which are uh, universitarian ideas of the greater good for the masses, and this is why government needs to control it. So it winds up providing free education. Cubans are better educated than Americans are now. Free health care, um, but the the problem with that it is is that it's still considered communism. Hence the American embargo on Cuba, which has now since been lifted. Right. So that's mm -hmm. communism in its pure. I mean, in the purest form that actually exists in the world today. Yeah, Tony Montana talked about this shit. Like he didn't like being controlled and, and the you know Castro. So are they still under like what Castro was doing? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Still a communist country. Um, now, so then you've got Soviet communism, which was the autocratic, big iron fist rule dictatorship type communism, and they purported to have ideals to share everything with people, communal health care, communal property, communal incomes. But really what they did was take 52.5% for themselves and give the rest to everybody in equal shares, but they weren't really equal because they were basically taking care of it. It was still a bureaucratic system. So in essence, it was a bureaucratic feudal system hiding itself behind communist ideas. It didn't follow communist principles at all by any stretch of the imagination, not at all, not even a little bit, but it was called communism, right? Um, because that's what Lenin started with to start his movement. Anyway, so that's Soviet communism. The last is democratic socialism. Now, democratic socialism is actually an ideal that has been espoused by a lot of first world countries due to their, here's the fun part, communist influences with their political parties, the labor, the labor movements. These are actually communist political parties, but they are operating inside of a democracy, which communism can do. So that's why countries like Canada, England, France, Germany, all have, Norway, all have universal health care. And they all have something mm -hmm. called VAT, which is a goods and services tax. 20% on absolutely everything anyone buys in the country at all, period. But that money goes towards healthcare, that money goes towards education, which is usually also free in democratic socialist countries. So Bernie Sanders was wanting us to catch up to the rest of the fucking world, basically. That's what democratic socialism is. I geeked out a little bit on y'all, but I hope it wasn't too long. No, nah, no, nah, you was good. You was good. Educate the people. Here's my question. So is Canada a democratic socialist country? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I get it now. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. You just yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they 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 overtly say that about themselves. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Meek. Meek says she gonna fuck with us, she gonna join us next week. Okay. This is our anniversary show slash my B-Day show slash our next week's show. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to come so up Mika, with another. herself. Hold up, baby. Do you want me going? Because you might not want to hear. So, we, you know. Yeah. Let me think about that one for a minute. <laughs>
Make me go fuck you. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and that's so exactly got me, what I had me. to think about hearing that. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Corona, nigga. Right. Corona. Me is the Corona, nigga. Me is Corona. <laughs> Before we were scared of Corona, we were scared of me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Jer- Jeremy watching. What up, little bro? Um, so, okay. So we figured that out. Um, let's move on a little bit. JB, yeah. you, killed that. you killed that segment. You killed it. Uh, hey. Moving on. Thank you. We have our Donald Don't Be Dumb Awards. Oh, Lord. Yeah, two of them a day. Our first one is going to go to Yaya Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather's daughter, who is dating NBA Youngboy. Well, they both can get it. NBA Youngboy just did a whole IG rant video. He walked in the room, woke her up. Like, y'all talking about my wife? I do more for her than she do for me. And her bitch ass father don't do shit. Y'all, y'all wake up. And then he got the camera in her face and she's waking up. Fuck her, fuck her father. Meaning, fuck Floyd Mayweather. And I do this, I do that. I would never do that. And it's my wife. It's my fucking wife. I'm like, what just happened? Like, why are you going off? Yeah. Then I find out his baby mother was at his house a few nights before and Yaya stabbed her. She told her she needs to leave. You don't belong in my house. I'm his fiance, future wife, bitch, go. And she was like, I'm his baby mother, bitch, I'm gonna stay. And Yaya was like, oh, okay. If you staying, then I'm slaying. And I'm like, whoa, okay. That's a lot, young. That's, that's it's a lot. It's a lot. That's a. Yeah, and now that's, she's facing 99 years in prison. Now, one, I think that's excessive. Of it's excessive. It of course it is. But I also am like, what the fuck was she thinking, JB? Well, the 99 years is ridiculous, and that would be the maximum sentence that would be applicable um, in the eyes of the law. Um, but. Um, from what I read from the article, she's probably going to plead down on that note. They'll, they'll take care of it um, with very, very minimal charges of some kind. Um, the fact remains that, I mean, attempted murder is a big fucking deal, especially when it, it, it involves violence, because then it's aggravated attempted murder. It's like, you know, you didn't put out a hit and the shit didn't work. You know, you didn't shoot at the nigga and miss. You know, this was... <laughs> Listen, she stabbed her like in both arms. Yeah, like, maybe Sony was punching her, but she like get his bitch off me. Like stabbing somebody in the arm seems weird to me, especially when you hit both arms. Stabbing somebody in the arm is telling somebody to get the fuck out of your house and being too crazy to realize that stabbing people with a knife will get you potentially 99 years in prison. I don't think she had any intention whatsoever of killing that woman because she had a knife. She wanted to kill her. She could have killed her. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, sticking somebody in the arm is just batshit crazy and stupid. Hence, the Don't Be Dumb Award. <laughs> Very applicable because this was just, this, both, both of these are just batshit. Like, 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 
is is this like an isolation thing that's happening to people? Because why were they even there? Yeah, they said you know because she was gone and came home and found her there. Why is she here over there when we're when we're social distancing? And why is she getting there and why? Yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's all weird. It's all really, really fucking weird. You know who else is doing this weird shit, JB? Your mentee that used to tutor on R&B vocals back in the day, Get Young the Chop. Young Chop. That nigga be lying. You know New lying, y'all. New is lying. He is lying, lying, JB lying. JB used to mentor Young Chop. Don't, 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 don't. Don't, don't let him laugh to you. Goddamn Young Chop. Young Chop has been on the internet troll campaign uh, talking about Fresh Montana, talking about Meek Mill, or how they solve, talking about 21 Savage, how they solve. And he, to one up his internet trolling, he came to Atlanta and was riding around Atlanta in different neighborhoods talking shit at gas stations, at safe places. I ain't seen but nobody hood talking shit. Well, I guess gas stations are in the hood. But if you're in the gas station with two people and you're like, yeah, I'm that nigga. Yeah, you'll be all right. Well, we're social distancing and nobody's at the gas station. That's yeah. I don't fuck with Young Chop what he's doing because it's corny to me, JB. It's but he did it riding around in the Uber by himself, popping off, doing videos on IG. It's bad as shit, y'all. I'm going to put it I'm gonna put it out there because they put it out there themselves. Swipe God and that whole swipe, you know, that whole swipe God team put a video out the other day like, you got 24 hours to leave Atlanta. Well, we gonna handle it differently. And um, and them East Side niggas, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm staying in my same springs. I'm in, mean, I'm on social distancing, isolation quarantine. But I know that's a different monster, you know what I'm saying? And you don't really wanna play with that. Well, Young Chop was playing with it, and maybe to his benefit, maybe to his detriment, he was locked up for... He survived the fucking night. That was definitely to his benefit. That shit was crazy, dude. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, now here's the even stupider part of this whole bullshit. He was, he was riding around with an Uber, like, doing all of this fuck shit with a... With an Uber driver taking care of his transport, you know, because his car getting shot up because he's talking all kinds of shit all over the place, and you know, like just yeah, the Uber driver was so calm. I never heard the Uber driver once screaming or anything. <laughs> he must be a good simple. The Uber driver's or, or the car Uber got driver shot. had coronavirus and didn't care. I don't know. Well, I mean, an Uber driver's car got shot up, and then he drove Young Chop to another location. <laughs> I was like, you get my car shot up, that's a get the fuck out moment. You gotta get out. You gotta, you gotta get out of the car. Well, not yeah, really. Fuck the bread, nigga. Like, we good. I, I, I love... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, uh, it wouldn't have been no I holler. It would have been open the <laughs> Fuck out. Fuck his Oh my God, nigga. But, but the nigga had a gun, though, so I guess he was weighing his 
job weighing, weighing his options and shit. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. So it was more cool under fire than cool under pressure, probably. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy though. Like that shit wild is that shit crazy, young. Like that's gotta be some, you know, some isolation syndrome or something. Like, what the fuck is going on, man? I mean, it's crazy and, and it's it's scary to a degree. Like you're doing all of this while we're on quarantine. You still just on side note. You're still out in the public, no mask, no gloves, and you—that's a double entendre. Because you should have a mask and glove just in public now. And you should have a mask and glove when you riding around talking shit with guns. But you know, neither here nor there. Um, it's it's crazy, and I guess in speaking of crazy and what the fuck, and don't be dumb. And yeah. all of that shit, JB's high school mentor, the guy that used to tutor JB, and no, the I reason JB it. even made it to Harvard University. You know I fucking hate that nigga. Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump. They were in a single group together called Second Win. I'm just saying, I know. What the fuck are you in Second Win, nigga? <laughs> fuck out of here. So after I left the group, they, they brought in Donald Trump. So, JB's old singing buddy, Donald, has decided that he has a particular, what I would call a vendetta against the National Post, the post Office, uh, Postal Services. Yep, USPS. USPS. When he did his uh, stimulus package, he made sure they weren't included. Well, they weren't included, I'll say, with a with quote unquote stimulus package. He did loan them money that they will have to pay back. But he made it clear to the congressmen, senators, everybody, if the USPS is involved in this stimulus package, I'm a veto it. Period. They don't need to be involved. And they're struggling right now. They have the, the possibility of losing, what was his debut like? It was like a billion dollars a month or something. Yeah, they're 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 hemorrhaging very very heavily now. First of all, the the United States Postal Service has been struggling. They've been losing money for years now, almost decades now. Now, the funny thing about the United States Postal Service is that while it is a part of the government, it is run independently of the government. This is what allows them to. Uh, this is what allows them to uphold freedom of the press and the First Amendment rights. So the okay. United States Postal Service has pretty much operated as a private corporation for most of its existence. Although, if and when it needs to, it can dip in and get subsidization from the federal government. And now it needs to. And for the last, I believe, ten years, it is needed to because services like FedEx and UPS have pretty much alleviated the need for postal service. Plus, most people get their information, even their bills, digitally now. So a lot of companies don't mm -hmm. even bother to send things over the mail anymore that they used to. Um, so the postal service has been teetering on the edge for quite some time, but it is, an, it is something that must be upheld by the federal government because all of these other things are purely private corporations. 
Is this an opportunity for Trump to try to privatize the Postal Service, try to bring them on board, put them under the government umbrella, take away their freedom of speech? Oh no! I, I think I think it's worse than that. I think that I think that they are squeezing the U.S. Postal Service uh, so that they can farm out that business to some of the other companies who already have extremely high delivery infrastructures and who are already chomping at the bit to take like over Amazon. No, like FedEx and UPS and DHL. And uh, I forgot what the fuck the other one was. And yes, like Amazon is taking care of most of what the fuck they do right now, especially with their drone delivery system. Um, it's a brave new world out here, but we don't realize how big these companies are getting and how a fuck nut like Trump is <laughs> that happen quicker than it should because um, oh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's a Harvard term. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling niggas fuck nuts. This is a motherfucking fuck nut. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, sorry, it's a, it's a Harvard term. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an academic term. <laughs> but, okay. Goddamn fuck nuts. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just bad because. I think that this is deliberate on his part because I don't think I don't think subsidizing the USPS is going to make him any money. Whereas subsidizing some of these other businesses with whom he is invested in or with whom have actually loans that he has taken out with them, um, that's that's who he's giving stimulus money to. Like, let's keep it I beat up. That too. He had a little secret compartment. Where, where some of his buddies were getting stimulus packages, and oh, I peeped that. So let's talk about fifty million dollars was going to them, right? Yep. And let's talk about the whole. Uh, I forgot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What up, man? I see you. Uh, hey. I have a show is next Sunday, right after my birthday. Be around. Uh, continue, JB. So um, the 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 drug uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine. The drug that the that, one that's killing motherfuckers. Yeah, the one that Ch Donald Trump was pushing and telling everybody to just try. Guess what? He's invested. He, he has thinking. Yeah, yeah. He is stock in the company that makes hydroxychloroquine. I'm like, like really, nigga? Like really? And yes, I called you nigga because that's some niggerly shit to do. The fuck, man. Anyway, let me. Don't you get my blood pressure up, Lou? You got <laughs> Don't get the blood pressure up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank, thank of uh, Scarlett Johansson in a thong in the refrigerator getting you, uh, uh, putting out a pot of food to No, cook that's for not going to get my pressure down, dude. It's just going to move. That's get it back up, too? It's going <laughs> to move the pressure to a different place. Edward! 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 Edward, salute! <laughs> hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, tell them the Edward. <laughs> okay. So, our dumbass. <laughs> We were we were what like like 14, 15 years 14, old. 15. Yeah. So we all go to we all go to Disney World and spend time in the timeshare. Um my parents, uh, God bless them, they took they took 
five teenage kids down to Florida with them. Um, and, and we're all out there at Disney World chilling and shit. And then we get to this one thing, this Disney show. And you know how the Disney shows, they always bring somebody up to the, to the front from the audience to participate in the show. So they bring up this one dude. I don't know where the fuck he was from, but <laughs> they ask him, so what's your name, sir? Anwar. <laughs> he said it just like that, like <laughs> powerful as shit. Like the lady was like, whoa, hey, whoa. Take it easy. That's a lot. Don't Anwar in my face. So, <laughs> so, it became, so it became this joke because, again, teenage boys, Florida, a lot of bikinis, a lot of half naked women. So we're walking around like, God damn, God damn. <laughs> Damn, that chick made me Anwar. <laughs> so we came up with that Anwar salute. <laughs> you you I, left out a critical shit. detail, JB. Huh? You left out a detail. Give it to We you. was at the water park and um we was hanging with these white girls. Yes. I forgot that shit. Gave me like a big ass hug. I forgot that shit. And when she backed up. I was at full Anwar. And this is like, Anwar, nigga, like Anwar. I forgot that shit. Salute. I forgot about that shit. That's when it became a thing, a real thing. A literal thing. After we did that hug and then they left, I was like, <laughs> and that became. The Anwar salute. You're right. I forgot about that, yeah. I totally forgot about that shit. Yo, you got my stomach hurting on me. But, but you know what's crazy? I forgot where we got Anwar from. I just knew that we that it became a joke because she had got me so hard. But you didn't remember I where it came from. So we both forgot part of something. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know where it came from. Yeah, I just knew we were saying it all the time. That's exactly where it came from, that fucking show. It was either oh. that trip when your parents took us or the trip when Aunt Joyce took us when we came up with the, well, you came up with the, that's why your mother named Lobo. <laughs> that was the same fucking trip. That was the same. That was the same trip. Yes. Cause Lobo, I don't know that same trip. We, 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 did, we did two trips. I know we did. But I think bro. Lobo was with Aunt Joyce. Lobo was with our choice. Lobo was with our choice. Yeah, was with your brother. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy, yo. <laughs> looking at us like, what the hell are these niggas talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we know each other since we was children, man. Yeah. 30 plus funny. years. What you want us to do? Yeah, childhood stories, literally. <laughs> literally. Edward! <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, after this quarantine, the very next time I have sex. In the middle of the fucking, I'm going to say, N-word! <laughs> oh. I'm going to say it, yeah. I'm going to do it. And if the girl I'm, I'm going to fuck is watching this laugh, N-word! <laughs> oh my You're going to give this N-word, You know, was, oh, remember when I was in high school and I, I made my little uh, pro-black group? It was N-word. It was um, AWAR squared, AWAR two, which was A N W A R twice. So it was a nation of Nubian warriors, all about representing righteousness. And I remember squared. that. 
I remember that. Yeah, that's crazy. All that came from that trip. All of that came from that one crazy ass moment with that. Wow. He wasn't even why he was like Iranian or something standing up. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Think about that shit. All <laughs> that shit from that one trip. All that shit happened. That's crazy. Yeah, those were some crazy trips, though. A lot happened <laughs> on those trips. Yeah, man. <laughs> Damn, that's wild as hell. Yeah. <laughs> what they saying on the comments, New? I can't see them. Um, they, they said New really won the battle. Nah, that's not what they said. <laughs> I know that for a fact. I know that. Oh, nigga, you don't know nothing, nigga. I know what happened on Friday. That's what I know. Yep, yep, me too. Prince. So anyway, our Nipsey Hustle Award goes to Prince for winning the battle. Our Nipsey Hustle Award actually goes to Tyler Perry for <laughs> what he has been doing yeah, in the yeah. greater Atlanta community. Tyler Perry has basically been footing a bill for groceries at 44 different Kroger locations in the greater Atlanta metro area. Let me say that again. For senior citizens. Huh? Yeah, yes. For senior citizens. Well, he does it during the special, because Kroger has a format where they close down the store and they create a special time frame to allow senior citizens to enter the store in shop. So basically he put the bill, like he covered the store for that time frame whatever, you know, whatever that was, right? But it was 44 different Kroger locations. Um, and then he also donated another $21,000 to another foundation that is um, focused on providing um, uh, protect, protective equipment. Um, so Tyler Perry is just doing the goddamn thing right now. And, you know, this is what, this is what we want our black leaders to do. This is what we want this is this is what we expect out of our black millionaires, our black billionaires. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I mean, I'm gonna keep it a buck, young. Know? I would do it if I was paid like that. Should I yeah. did it when I wasn't yeah. paid like that? You know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a beautiful thing, man. It. it I was just telling somebody. Um, they made a post named something that you don't like that all black people like, and I was like, Tyler Perry movies. But I respect the fuck out of Tyler Perry. There it is. I just don't enjoy his movies. Yeah, I don't. I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy Medea, and that's before this shit went down. So now I'm like, I feel good about my comment because I'm like, I told y'all I respect the fuck out of him. I just don't like the movies, and now I, I have proof. Like this is why I respect the fuck out of Tyler Perry because he does shit like this. Yeah, and you don't have to go to a Medea movie anymore to support Tyler Perry. You can pretty much go to any fucking movie at this point with the Tyler yeah. Perry studio. Matter of fact, let's show him some love. He's co-owner of BET Plus, which is BET's version of Netflix, their streaming provider. He also has House of Pain that's on like their thousandth episode. He also has um, The Oval, which is on BET regular. He also has... Just, just look at all his movies. What I enjoy from Tyler Perry, because he deserves his shout out and this recognition to our three listeners. Um, 
Just being funny. But um, he deserves it. For my favorites are Why Did I Get Married? Why Did I Get Married To? And Daddy's Little Girl. Um, he deserves that that shout out right there because he's he's putting in the work. And if I can get one person on here to listen to watch anything by Chala to support him in any way, that's my goal. Because I'm not the biggest fan. I'm, I'm very honest about that. But he deserves. I, I'm giving him my money. Yeah, and I may buy some of his shit, even though I don't want to watch it. I'm, I'm just gonna give him some money because well, he's giving me money. He pay. He giving us money. Well, and real and real talk, like nowadays, you don't necessarily have to go to a quote Tyler Perry unquote movie to support Tyler Perry's endeavors and his enterprises because he now has a fucking studio complex that is one of the largest filming complexes on earth. So yeah. you can pretty you can go to a bunch of movies and support what Tyler Perry is doing. Just look up. Just look. Excellent point. Just look up Tyler Perry Studios and see what movies are being made. And trust me, you'll find something that you like because a lot of shit yeah. is getting coming to it. America too. Was filmed there. Right. And um, uh, another black movie. Who was it? Bad Boys Two? Was filmed there. So I've already been supported. I saw Bad Boys. No, Bad Boys Three. Whatever the last bad boys was of Will Smith from our Lords. Yeah. It's filmed there. And um, one of my biggest, I, I know before this corona shit hit and I knew we couldn't go outside, there were certain things that I wanted to do. Um, I want to go to a couple comedy shows. Just, you know, I, I like doing that. I've enjoyed doing that for years. And I wanted to, you know, maybe do a couple concerts. So Allegra, um, I, I actually bought tickets to the um, Griselda concert and one of them not going. Um, and I wanted, aside from those things, I wanted to go to the Tyler Perry Studios and get a tour. Now I drove past it a couple times, but I've never been on the facility. And I don't know how long it's gonna take before they're allowing us to get on the facility again with all this shit. But I definitely wanted to see it, JB. Yeah, that's definitely something we got to plan for to take a tour of the studios. I would, uh, I would actually love to get the kids down for that. Um, yeah. Kids down. How, well, quick question: How long do you think it'll be before we can do something like that? Um, my my personal opinion is that um, we are probably going to be social distancing for at least another full month to two months at least social distancing i think that things will begin to open up again probably in um <clears throat> like i don't know maybe mid-may to june things will start to loosen up a little bit but when things loosen up it's going to create a relapse the same way that it did in china and italy and everyone else everywhere else after they reopen up everything um, and then it's gonna get weird again. So I think I think we're looking at this shit. A real talk, we're looking at this shit probably for the rest of the year. Um, you, I mean, you just gotta think about the way viruses work and the way they spread and what happens and the fact that a vaccine will not be available until next year. You can't. So, yeah, so yeah. So 2019 was a fucked up year for me, and you telling me 2020 is going to be no better. <laughs> <laughs>
Dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, well, see, I'm, I'm a geek, so you can, you can sit me in front of a bunch of computer monitors, and I'm good for hours. Um, I am feeling a little bit of the isolation, but at the same time, I think that um, people are going to learn to adapt and adjust, and we'll just keep trucking on. Like, this is the new reality. This is what it is. And it's, trust me, humanity has gone through a whole fuck of a lot worse than this. Believe me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm looking at it like, uh, of course, I'm going, I'm feeling the pains because I'm not, that's another thing. People are now, I'm an introvert and I don't care about anything and I, I, I don't have to see anybody. And, well, I'm not like you motherfuckers. And not, not you specifically, JB, but just motherfuckers who are, it's like people weirdly champion weird things. Like, oh, you guys are having a hard time. I'm an introvert. I don't have it. I'm like, Shut the fuck up. Like, when you're saying it in a disparaging way, it just comes off weird. Like, it sounds, right, it sounds stupid. Like, it sounds stupid. You're, you're, yeah. you're, like, you're taking so, personal victory out of the fact that everyone has to do what you chose to do because of your social awkwardness, pretty much. So you feel like you have a leg up on everyone else because you're more used to it. Here's the fun part, New. Um, with my social distancing and my isolation, I am not, I'm still seeing people. Like I'm, I'm like, I show my face on all of my video conference meetings at work. I show my face. I mean, I FaceTime with you. I FaceTime with my family. I FaceTime with everyone. I think it's important for us to literally see each other's faces during this time of crisis because that lessens the feeling of isolation. Now, yes, yeah. personal contact, but to be able to see somebody's face and, you know, Look them when they're in the eye when they talking because they looking at the camera when they talking. You know what I'm saying? That that it, it does so much. I'm almost damn the only FaceTiming right now. Like if somebody called me, I'm like eh, FaceTime. I'm not really doing regular calls right now. Or, right. or I'm on I'm on um my whole little trash. Shout out to Polycue. We just FaceTime. Maybe like seven of us in there just talking and FaceTiming and looking at each other and, and I need to see faces because one, I'm, I'm, I'm hypochondriac so I'm not leaving the house like everybody else. I promise to stop that tomorrow. I'm not going to be going to the stores this year but I want to get out the house and at least jog because I have been like like stuck in the house like doors, patio door closed, all windows closed, like breathing in my own air all day. Today, I was brave enough to take the trash out. And then I opened up a patio door for a couple hours and, and just get some, like, well, that may not make sense to a lot of you. I'll say it this way. My patio door is open as long as I'm awoke and home. I don't close it. I thrive on fresh air. I hate stale air. I'm a smoker. So I, I, I just detest it. So my patio door is open the entire time I'm home until it's time to go to bed. Then I close it when I go to bed, and when I wake up, I open it again. The last three, four weeks, motherfucker been closed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let that shit fly out of my house. But now I'm like, man, I need some fresh air just to get outside. And I haven't jogged or done anything outside none of last week. 
And I think it was the middle of the week before when I decided to stop because everything was getting kind of freaky. And I was like, I ain't even going outside no more. Because if y'all follow me on Facebook and Instagram, you saw my fucking neighbors were having an exercise class this far away from each other. And I'm like, no, that's not social distancing. You motherfuckers are trying to affect my whole community, and then I'm going to get it. Like, yeah, yeah. I turned to barbecue Becky, JP. I became Playground Pete. These, the niggas are gathering. <laughs> the yeah. niggas are gathering. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that picture was that picture was crazy, and I was I was standing there like <clears throat> like why the fuck are they all standing so close together? Like it ain't but right. like it was like twenty of them. There was plenty of room for them to stay well over six feet apart from each other and do whatever the fuck they needed to do. Like they were, yeah, it, yeah, like like not like not social distancing like not being like not being careful is is very 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 bad you know i encourage you guys to look look up the story of uh typhoid mary on youtube um this is a woman who lived in the late 1800s she was a carrier of typhoid um and she was asymptomatic and so she refused to believe that she ever had typhoid, although people kept getting infected and dying wherever she went. Moreover, she worked as a cook and she changed her name every time there was an infection in one of the houses where she worked and got a job somewhere else. This, they literally had to chase her down and arrest her and lock her up to keep her from giving people typhoid. Um, hey. Read the story of Typhoid Mary, uh, arguably the most dangerous woman in American history. And typhoid, typhoid flu, right? Yeah, yeah. So look, look up Typhoid Mary and understand how fucking stupid it is to deny the facts. And the facts are you need to isolate. Because- Damn, how long was she doing this? Because she kept, she carried it that long? She carried it her whole life, so she she was what you would call an asymptomatic carrier. They they figured out that her that the the salmonella uh, bacteria cells were actually being stored in her gallbladder. They found that the second time they captured her because they captured her, kept her in quarantine for two years, and she came out signed an affidavit saying that she would not work as a cook or around kitchen products anymore. And then six months later, started working as a cook again and changed her name. And then they found 25 cases of typhoid in a hotel and found out that she was working in the kitchen there. So then they arrested her ass and confined her for life. And during that time, they figured out that it was her gallbladder that was storing the bacteria cells and she refused to let them do the operation. So this is she, she was white once. Why you think she? Why you think she wasn't hung, nigga? Right, right. They let this bitch live. They killed niggas for having his, uh, a tail light out. They let this bitch live. But I'm not even going there, JB, because that, that ain't where we need to go. I ain't going there. Let's go to Netflix and chill. <laughs> Let's go to Netflix and chill. Quarantine and chill now, right? It's actually a new. It's actually a new Pornhub category. I shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on, hold on, tell me, tell me. Yeah, I got a question for you. Have you uh, 
we were all family here. How many times are you on Pornhub a day? That's a I'll give you my answer first while you're thinking. Now, it may only be once or twice a day for me. But it's damn, it is. Well, well I, I have iCloud and other things. I'm on those videos, whatever, whatever you want to call it, at least once a day. At least once a day. Um, yeah, my average day is probably three times, three plus, um, you know, on a slow hey, day. Okay. If I got a lot of work to do, then yeah, it'll be only twice or so. But I mean, once is almost never for me. Never. And uh, it's crazy being quarantined as single niggas. Because all you know, our boys, you know, like Jeremy and yeah, they, they quarantine, you know, they quarantine. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna wind up with kids and shit. <laughs> right, right. Murray couples me, like everybody quarantine with their boo. And I'm like, I I I'm I'm like, oh. I should have had a girlfriend. I really did this the wrong way. I should have had a girlfriend. But I'll tell you what, I, I, I didn't think this was possible, but the quarantine has made me not like some women, not be interested in some women I knew. I think, yeah. I think they're too reckless. I think they're too reckless. I'm like, uh, you're outside every day. Mm. I'm not they, are, they, they do doing, doing a lot, though, new. Like, doing the most. And yeah, you don't like, have to work every day. You just outside every day. Like, where are you going? Right. I want, I want to see my girl. I want to see my homeboy. I'm going, like, Why? Like, like what? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're, you're, you're reckless. Yeah, there's it's there, not gonna work. It's they, gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah, they treating that <laughs> shit like a stayca staycation. I'm like, fuck that. Jeremy said he ain't having no babies. You need to cut it out. <laughs> All right, nigga. He got twins and then with Corona and COVID. Oh, Lord, don't start that shit. Don't start that shit. Yeah, them motherfuckers already got a dog. Right, yeah, it's coming. Whatever. I, 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 I ain't even gonna get into that. I ain't even gonna get into that. I ain't even gonna get into that because that's, oh, let's not do that. But where were we? Netflix and chill. Oh, Netflix and chill. What you watching? Ah, uh, let's see here. Uh, I watched It Man again just because I love the fucking movie. Um, I've been watching which, which a lot one? Of which one? Oh, I watched the first one. I don't like any of the subsequent ones. I only, I only really fuck with the first one in Chinese, the original It Man. Jeremy said birth control on point. Nicole, I know you watched it too. What you got to say about that? Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, no, Nicole just came back in. You in trouble now. Nicole just logged back in and watched it. She said, hold up. Hold up. Baby, <laughs> we in trouble. She want to get on us, JB. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going to sit it down. I don't want no smoke with Nicole. Oh, no, no. tablet down. I ain't even reading comments. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I, did, I did catch... The first oh, episode. Oh, shit. She said she's going to get both her ass when she sees us. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, all right. No. See you in September. We're quarantined, nigga. Right. <laughs> 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 I like this, baby. We can talk <laughs> shit, and they can't get us. See you in 
Tim Timber. There you go. There you go. I actually caught. I actually caught the first episode of Tiger King, and I was a. Crazy oh, you watching it? Oh my god, that shit was batshit fucking crazy, young. Yeah, it gets worse. Okay, so there was that. But then, but then my favorite movie, it became my favorite movie. I'm going to tell you why, because it restores my soul. Yes, man. Jim Carrey. Now, in this movie, I'm not going to get into the plot, but he just does a bunch of amazing shit. Like, he takes flying lessons. He learns, you know, foreign languages and does all of this crazy shit. He's just outside of the world doing all of this great shit. And during the quarantine lockdown, seeing a motherfucker like outside living life and, you know, like doing all of these great social activities and shit, it just, it just warmed my heart. So if you want a good Wusa movie, I would recommend Yes Man, Jim Carrey. Okay, I'm going to say go Yes Man. I think I've seen it in spurts, like different scenes, mm-hmm. but I haven't really, you know, watched it. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. It ain't got to be physically. She going to get us mentally. Uh-oh. I'm scared, <laughs> Jeremy, control her. Protect us. <laughs> but, um, I'm going to watch Yes Man because I know what it's about, but I don't remember anything about it. Okay. So I, 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 can, I can stay in to watch it. Oh, for all of our uh, viewers and followers and listeners, HBO Now is free. You can download the HBO, HBO Now app and watch whatever you want. And at 10 p.m., I'm going to watch Insecure. Now, some people want to be like, you want that girl show? You be watching this shit? Nigga, I love black women. Hey, I you want know, to see them. The horse jump. I want to look at them. Hey, uh, look, turn your TV on, y'all. Oh, shit, the whole shit. <laughs> oh, okay. So moving on. Um, so that, those are things to watch. I'm still watching Ozark season three, um, and Peaky Blinders. And when I when I need mindless television, I cut on um The Office on Netflix. So those are a few things. And if you still are watching Dave on FX, watch Dave. They're on episode seven. It's Little Dicky the Rapper, produced by Kevin Hart. Watch it. And on YouTube, you can go back and watch any NBA game you want. Any NBA playoffs summarized you want. Any NBA finals summarized that you want. I've been watching a whole bunch of 90s shit because the Michael Jordan documentary comes out next Sunday, JB. Mm-hmm. The, um, well, the Bulls, their final season documentary, The Last Dance, is 10 parts. Part one comes out next Sunday. I'm so def- I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, there was actually a dope-ass uh, YouTube video that talked about, I mean, basically it was a Jordan documentary. The fucker was an hour long, right? Um, but it talked about, like, his early days in high school and how, you know, like, <clears throat> he, he actually... His coach actually didn't like him at high school because his coach said he couldn't fucking shoot, which is... He cut him. Right. First year. Right. So, you know, interesting that the greatest basketball player of... Anyway, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, John. That's going to be a lot of fun. 
that's going to be a lot of fun. Now, I say that. The greatest basketball player of all time was cutting high school. Yeah. And when he did his acceptance speech at the, Hall, at the Walk of Hall of Fame, he brought the nigga he was cut for. He had that nigga introduce him. Jordan is spiteful, nigga. Jordan is spiteful. Well, and, that's spiteful. What they, and that's what they talked about in the, in the video, actually. Actually, the video was based, I, I can tell you exactly what it is. You can look it up. It was, it was how Jordan may have been the worst teammate in NBA history. <laughs> And, and it was, you know, I would call it that. I used to call it the God complex. I changed it to the, the Jordan complex. And I guess it's, e, e, I don't say eroded. It is, you know, transferred. And now I guess we call it a Mamba mentality. Um, but those, that mentality, because I look at myself the same way. I don't look at everybody in the world that way. I know Kobe was like that. Nigga, what you doing? No, fuck. We got to make this shit. We got to do this shit. I know Jordan was that way. I know JB could probably tell you I'm that way. It is a particular mentality. Um, the only thing that I gotta figure out is how to become the greatest at what I do. Because Kobe became damn near the greatest. Michael Jordan was the greatest. And now I gotta get I got all the components except for people saying, nigga, you the greatest podcaster ever. I gotta add that part to it to make it make sense. But I understand that mentality. I understand that complex more than I think 95% of the planet. Um, but I get it. I get it. Yeah, I hear that, young. I, and <clears throat> I'm not mad at the mama mentality at all. I know that there are times where I can display it. And I know that there are times when I do. But then I also know that most of the time I don't. Um, because the, yeah, I think I honestly, I, I'm just too fucking nice. Like, um, and it's not really that, I, it's not really that I'm nice. It's that I personally don't like to hurt people. And that's the difference. That's the difference between being nice, because if you're genuinely nice, you want to genuinely do good things because you want to help that person. No, I don't want to help you. I just don't want to feel bad by making you feel bad. Like that. It's, it's totally. Yeah. Oh, go, 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 go. Finish up, JB. Oh no, that was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like hurting people. Like I, I have a aversion to that because I've done it so fucking much. But there's a tug of war between I need you on your A game and I don't want to be mean to you. But I, I can't back off of it because I'm wired that way. So when it's like I need a person to be on an A game and to give me that all and, and we could be all in and we're going to ride out and we're going to get it. And I don't get that it, because I'm giving so much. It's, it, 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 it feels like disrespect. And then I'm stuck because I know when I, I've had women, every woman I've ever dated has told me, knew what you said was right. But the way you said it, I ain't never gonna listen. Cause you said it in such a fucked up way. And my, my weakness has been the ability to say it in a way consistently that builds a person up as opposed to as opposed to tearing them down. And that's what I struggle with. Because I'm going to say it. I don't have the willpower to not say it. 
but how do I say it? And that's that's my that's my lifelong struggle. That is the the primary that and the ability to work out are my two biggest struggles in life. And it's the two things that I am that's my shit. If I learn how to build people up more than tear them down when they disappoint me, and I learn how to work out consistently. Like you say in that song, once I get on my way, <laughs> I'm gonna be that nigga. Those are the two things I struggle with the most. And on my temper, my temper in general, the three things. I control them three, I work out, I build people up instead of tearing them down, and I control my anger. I'm running for president after that. Bitches! This guy, this guy. Well, um, knew we were we were actually on the well, actually, no, we're still on Netflix and chill right now. Um, did you want to talk Go ahead. Yeah, really quick, I know I know you're going BMF. Uh -huh. yeah. Show. yeah. So 50 Cent, we don't right? So the BMF story is told by Big Meech. Mm -hmm. That has been picked up by stars. So mm -hmm. after we do the 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 power seasons, dimension, universe, we will have Big Meech and that story. And that's gonna be great. And I'm gonna watch it. We in Atlanta. This is where the Big Meech story happened. This is where Black Mafia family, BMF, my other boy, this is where that started. And I, I'm very excited about that. And once we're cleared to start filming again, or they're cleared to start filming again, I look forward to having them start. And I look forward to being able to watch it. But JB, how many shows are not going to have a season come September? You know, you know not a new season usually starts yeah. in September. That's a very good question. Um, there will definitely be a dearth of programming, big time, um, which is why we're already starting to see a whole bunch of new beats recycle on Netflix and these other places. Um, they're starting to bring back a bunch of old classics and a whole bunch of other shit. Um, YouTube also boosted their free movie content. Um, so, you know, they're going to have to make up for the slack and it's going to be weird. Like, um, I want y'all kickbackers be, to get ready for TV to get weird, like for, for them to come up with some other shit. We're going like, we're going to be dealing with a whole lot of Tosh.0 type <laughs> TV programming over the rest of the year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I think HBO is going to mind up picking up a body and kickback just to keep this shit going. Hey, if you're listening <laughs> or watching, um, I, I would say go to YouTube for, for a lot of content. I'm on YouTube right now. As far as what I consume, what be it TV, podcast, or music, I would think YouTube is like 65% of it. Yeah, and, um, you can watch us on YouTube. Yeah. JB did a whole cooking special. JB, tell them about your cooking special real quick. <laughs> yeah, so I was uh I was fucking around in the house. I guess that was last week's uh sometime and I had made a pot of chili. Um, but I actually make my chili from scratch. You know, I don't use 
I don't use, you know, the packet of seasoning or any of that kind of stuff. I actually use base herbs and spices to make my chili. Um, and so, you know, new has been every time I make chili and, you know, I make sure new gets a plate or a bowl or two, um, you know, um, and my kids love my chili. So I was like, well, I'm just sitting around fucking around. So let me make a video about my chili. Now, you know me. If I'm gonna make a video, I'm gonna geek the fuck out with the video. So it's got all kinds of text elements and swipe screens and <laughs> you know, I'm spending like four fucking hours on a project, you know, putting it together. But it was a lot of fun. So it's up there on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, Chili with JB, I think it's called. Um, yeah, yeah, it's on a, a bonding kickback YouTube page. Uh huh. Um, on Facebook, we're a Podman Kickback. On Instagram, we're a Podman Kickback. On Twitter, we're a Podman KB because they wouldn't let us spell out Kickback. Um, and our Patreon account, which is our paid account, and thank you, we had some new people that have decided to spend money with us during this pandemic that have found our Patreon account, signed up for the, you have the Kickers, which is $2, the backers, which is four dollars, and the kickbackers, which is seven dollars a month, and people have been signing up, and I appreciate it, and I know why you're doing it. You're doing it because we're in these crazy times, and you want to show love because a lot of podcasts have shut shut down. They're not giving you content, and they're not there for you. And I'm not blaming them because everybody has their own issues. Love to everybody. But we still here. Yep. Audio. And you know, if she get tough, you know who here. Audio video every Monday, right back at Every Monday, we here. And uh, we're going to continue to be here. And um, let's do sports, JB. Then let's, then let's get the hell up out of here. Bet that, that. I love it. I love it. So uh, the horse tournament is ongoing right now, right? The NBA horse tournament. That's on ESPN. ESPN. Um, new. my only question is, why, no staff? Like, no staff? I think they're building up to that point. I don't think this is a one-time event because they don't know when the season is going to start. So I think we'll eventually get staff, LeBron, Maybe KD, you know, depending on what he had raised up with his injury. They asked me, JB, to do it, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, I don't want to go outside and dribble. I'm not going to be able to do it. And they were very, very disappointed. But I let them know, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not trusting you right now. All I have is a mask. I don't have gloves. I got these little finger condom-looking things. I'm, like, I'm not doing it. So I think we'll get Steph. So... Are we in agreement that Steph would win it? I think Steph would win it just with his distance. Like, can't, can't nobody shoot like him from deep, like him consistently. But he has to be able to do what everybody else can do as well. <laughs> he don't, he's not going to be the person that starts it every time. Well, they're not allowed to dunk, though. So, right. about making but if Kyrie started doing those weird layups he do, yeah. is Steph going to be able to follow that? I think. And I tell you this. They've done three horse competitions in the NBA. Michael Jordan won the first one. KD won the second one. 
and KD won the third one. So if Kevin Durant is there, I mean, I, I think he damn near has the range of Steph. He does. He damn near has the range of Steph. He also has the advantage of height. So he can do a lot of other things that a lot of other people can't too. Plus, I mean, he's a brilliant ball handler the same way that Steph is. Um, one of the things that I think a lot of people sleep on with Steph is his shot creativeness. Um, it is, and his handles. Well, but that, that handles transcends like him dribbling the ball. Though he is a he is a lightning fast release, which is why he can get shots off with people literally right up in his grill. You know what I'm saying? Um, that gives him the the ability to flick and do you know and do some acrobatic shit. I think he'll be. I think he'd be able to hold his own, honestly. Man. I think he'd be able to handle it. Because you talk about the air reverses and all of that kind of shit, that's all, you know, a flick of the wrist. He, um, he can't fly like other motherfuckers can, but he can make the shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Interesting thing is in current NBA players, current WNBA players, retired NBA players. I saw that. I and saw retired that. Retired WNBA players. I saw that. And uh, uh, two podcast hosts, me and JB. So that's your playing field. I think it's going to be tight, yo. You know what they used to call me in middle school, right? I gave you the name. That's why. It was I, me. That's why I said it. Scott Shelton. I gave you the name, nigga. I know you did. <laughs> that's why I was I like, they got Ed Jordan, they got Scott Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, old times, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it, <laughs> man. Um, and let's just end on a note of justice, new, because that's really what this is, young. Um, so you know, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy uh, Gobert—is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, as as we both know, they were the two NBA players who. Well, they were the first two. That's what I was about to say. They were the first. They were the two NBA players who were the first to be t to test positive for coronavirus. Um, and um, you know, Gobert just really did some fuck shit behind that whole situation. And playing around, touching you, rubbing well, on him, and they were all of his teammates. So it's pretty much guaranteed that Donovan got the shit from him. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Garrett fucking T, you know? Yeah, the thing is, he's being funny. And yeah. that's why I wonder why I'm a hypochondriac and if motherfuckers stand too close behind me in line at the grocery store while I'm ready to fight and all that shit. It's because of dumb shit like this. But continue, Jimmy. Well, I mean, and I take this kind of shit personally because we are ourselves social distancing, right? So I can't imagine doing that type of shit to your friend. And yeah real talk like if it were done to me like we wouldn't be friends anymore and that's what it is like like rudy gobert is like i like he like i'm i'm sorry donovan mitchell is like you know rudy keeps trying to reach out to me and shit and i'm like fuck that nigga like we ain't friends no more <laughs> like because right, you put me at risk my right? wife my kids my mm -hmm. mother my father my uncles my nieces my nephews my trainers my homies, my side chick. And you know how important a side chick is. Like, nigga, 
Nah, we not cool. And I called it out before. I called him a fucking doof. And, and our video got a lot of views. I was like, oh, shit, the, the, the Rudy Gobert doof video was popping on Instagram. <laughs> and I made that video, and niggas, and niggas was feeling it. He's a fucking doof. Yeah. And, and this is where I'm conflicted. They're going to have to trade Rudy Gobert because Donovan Mitchell has the brighter future. They're both all-stars. And I don't think Donovan Mitchell is here and Rudy's here. I think it's like this. But I think when it comes to trust and camaraderie, it starts to move like this. For Rudy got to get the fuck out of town. And, and this ain't a likely landing spot for him is with the Wizards. On the court, I wouldn't mind having him. But I don't know how John Wall is gang, gang, gang. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how niggas gonna respond to him being goofy, doing goofy shit. I mean, this this go, I mean, speaking as a goofy nigga, like, nah, yeah. Like, well, 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 hold on. We're, we both can be goofy. He's a doof. Let me make a distinction. There's nothing wrong with being silly. There's nothing wrong with being goofy. If it was, I wouldn't be goofy, but I'm a goofy. He's a fucking doof. That's different. It's awful because it's a, it's a, it's a life-threatening level of stupidity. Like, he's the type of motherfucker who plays around with a gun, you know? Like, yeah, that's exactly what I said when it happened. It reminded me of a nigga that got a gun and pointed at you. <laughs> like, no, that's not, and that's not cool at all. Like, you just at all. But he not just pointing a gun at you. He pointing a gun at anybody you come in contact with for two, three weeks. That's really what it is. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's like you sending me out here. I'm a, a, a lethal weapon. And don't even know it. Because you fucking playing. You want to get a laugh. I don't want to laugh that bad. Yeah, I mean, and, and <clears throat> at the end of the day, none of that shit is funny. None of that shit is funny. Um, I mean, it, it was just, <clears throat> I don't know. It, yeah, he, 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 uh, <clears throat> he is now eradicated from Donovan Mitchell's life, according to Donovan Mitchell. And that, to me, bespeaks just straight up truth and justice. Like, I can't, like, I can't fuck with you if you, if you waving a loaded you fucking weapon, doof. You waving a loaded weapon at my kid's face, pretty much. I can't, I can't fuck with you. Like, I can't. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, you know, just to give him a little bit of leeway, he didn't know he had it. He shouldn't have played that way anyway. And that's what we're saying. But just for clarification purposes, he didn't know. No excuse. Because I don't know. I, I, mean, I can have it right now. I don't. Hopefully. Yeah. But I could. I'm not. I'm quarantined. I'm staying my fucking ass in the house. And when I leave, I wear a mask. Because I don't know. We don't know. And I don't want to infect anybody else. So since I don't know, I err on the side of caution. There have been you know, a couple of young ladies who wanted to come and get this sugar stick. And I, I'm not letting them come get it. Because oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? You know, I'm just saying. I'm gonna well, come out of this joke. My right arm gonna be strong as shit. Cause I'm not fucking with you. Even though my birthday is Friday, 
Yeah. I'm just nah. gonna find my favorite video. <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. Don't come and see me. I'm not here. On a pos <clears throat> on a positive note, actually, let's yeah, let's end on a upswing. Um, yeah. You know. Um, so Netflix has a Netflix party feature that's available now. Um, if you go to Netflix from your laptop, you can actually fire up a movie and then activate Netflix party and it works pretty well. Anyone else who has a Netflix account can watch the same movie with you at the same time from any device. It provides chatting functionality as well, but the simplest way to do it most of us got two advice devices. Watch Netflix on one, FaceTime on the other. What do you have? A virtual date, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, uh, Ashanti, you hear this, Ashanti? We're going to have a date this week. Yeah, you know, so you can watch, you can watch a romantic com comedy. Um, you know, Hitch, Hitch seemed to work out pretty well. Um, and, you know, that type of thing. Oh, oh, oh. That's that's what you watched on your first human day. You said it worked out well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us more. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it 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 worked out pretty good. <laughs> okay, I, now Hitch is one of my favorite movies. I don't watch it in the mind frame of watching it with a woman. I watch it in the mind frame of keeping my game sharp. But maybe I need to, you know, Ashanti, maybe we need to watch Hitch. Maybe. Yeah, um, and uh, Netflix is ramping up on the uh, on the date films to the romantic comedies because okay. I know what fucking time it is. So you see like a click and, you know, a whole bunch of them old Adam Sandler. Wait, I love click. 51st dates, all them jokes. What up, Danny? I see you in. Hey, party time. Party time. Um, I'm, 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 I'm probably gonna watch. Like, I'm probably gonna. I've done it with Peaky Blinders, and I've done it with like other shows, like more gangster shows, because chicks I like me on some gangster shit. But I wouldn't mind watching a good love story. And, but you know what though? You know what this quarantine has told me? I don't think I had nobody I want to settle down with. Out of the women I'm dating. Because I wouldn't really get quarantined with nobody. So I need to find me somebody that I really want to settle down with. I'm considering virtual dating. Like literally finding somebody on Facebook, getting to know them, and then when we can see each other, doing that. I, I might start a reality dating show, JB, for the love of a new. Oh, or no breaks love or some shit. Oh, I just get to know women, and I'll call them one, two, and three, and or, or whatever nicknames I give them, and let y'all know how it's going. Because I don't think I'm going to deal with anybody that I'm dealing with now once the quarantine is lifted. That's real. That's real. Jeremy said, "Oh Lord." <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much what I'm thinking too, Jeremy. Just he's kind of going off the deep end. Right? I mean, I figured this thing out, man. I, I still ain't found a wife. And one thing this quarantine has told me is I need a wife. <laughs> I need one. Because I mean, in this zone, like, like, nigga, 
I, I wouldn't go all my supplies. You know what I didn't buy enough of? Lotion. Didn't buy enough of that. I had crab legs, chicken, <laughs> <and> goods, <laughs> toilet paper, you name it. <laughs> the one thing I didn't have enough of was lotion. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a rough prospect, my G. Yeah, um, Jeremy, like, love is blind, but I'll, I actually get to see them. We can send videos to each other. Exactly. We can send a freaky video. I'm in. I'm in. I'm about to make a post on my Facebook page. Who want to date me? And, and, yeah. Watch, watch. Who who one new? That's be the name of the reality show, JB. Who Virtual dating. new? Virtual dating is the new thing, man. You can. That's I'm, all we can do. Fucking sit around, sit across the table from each other and have dinner and shit. Both of y'all cook and shit and sit and have dinner and talk over dinner. See, see. Who one new, ladies? If you one new, hit us up on at a bar name kickback on Instagram, a bar name KB on Twitter, a bar name K. Kick back on Facebook or hit me up with No Breaks New everywhere. Everywhere I'm No Breaks New. No Breaks. No. JB, this was a great show. A lot I of hope fun. you gave them plenty of laughs. Um, some good information. I certainly good things they can do. Ass. Huh? I certainly laughed my ass off. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I'm going um, to go back to Ozark. I'm going to finish Ozark. Well, I'm not going to finish it tonight. But I'm going to finish the episode I was watching. And I'm going to watch that until it's time to get in bed. And I'm going to watch motherfucking Insecure at 10 p.m. And uh, this will be our Monday morning. And, uh, you know, you can watch it on YouTube. You can listen to it on Spotify, Apple, everywhere else. And um, support us, man. You can, you can also join our Patreon account, which is where you're proud to pay. You can donate $2 a month. $4 a month or $7 a month to Apod Name Kickback. Patreon.com slash Apod Name Kickback. What's the name of the show, JB? It's Apod Name Kickback. Apod Name Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You say, you the, say whole the whole thing. thing. All right, man. Thank you, Kickbackers. We love you. Hope you stay safe. Uh, wipe down your groceries and your, your cereal boxes and your juice boxes and your liquor and your brillos and your weed bag. Where if you have nothing else, use a paper towel, spray some bleach on it, bleach cleaner, and wipe down everything. If you can't, if, if it's sensitive food items, you can't do that. Rinse them off thoroughly and wash your hands at every juncture. If you grab the potato out the bag, rinse the potato all, put it on a plate. Wash your hands. Like, wash your hands 20 seconds. Um, if you're going outside, wear a mask. You don't have a mask, wear a scarf. You don't have a scarf, wear a T-shirt. Because you don't know if you have it. And you could be infecting people unknowingly, and you don't know if they have it. And, and even if you don't have an N95 mask, you want the most basic form of protection if that's all you got. Um, if you have a beard like me, I wash my beard every time I come in the house from outside. Like I wash my hair. It can live in your hair. Wash your hair. Um, what else? Uh, 
practice social distancing. It's a real thing. You should do it. Um, I have a station. Matter of fact, I'm going to show you all this shit. Um, I have a station where when I bring stuff into the house, I place it. I clean it and place it. These things were clean. Um, but what I did was, I don't know if I can see that. Yeah. That's a trash bag. Those things were clean. But I needed to clean my immediate station. So I put them all on that bag, even though they were clean. I'm extra precautions. And this is my workstation. I went out with this mask and I used my car keys. So I cleaned. The station was already clean. I sprayed those down, wiped them down with bleach. These are my masks. They stay here. And I, I do whatever I can. And I may be doing too much. But I would rather do too much, not enough. I'm a hypochondriac and I'm an extra ass nigga. And that's what I do. But I want to give you guys ideas. I wear flip flops. When I go outside, my shoes are here. I pick up my flip flops here. So I come in the house, kick my shoes off, wear my flip flops, and then I walk around. And again, I might be doing too much. But I would rather do this than I do nothing. And I would rather give this information to you and have you go, I'm not doing all that shit. Or have you go, thanks for the good idea, before, oh, instead of not giving the information. You feel me, JB? I feel you 100%, man. <clears throat> the other thing that I would recommend is do what you can to get one of these, a thermometer, and check, mm -hmm. your, and check your temperature. Um, <clears throat> I check my temperature daily, multiple times a day, several times a day. Um, you know, it's just, it's just a way because one of the first sign indicators, and the thing is, even if you have a low grade fever, you may not necessarily feel it. So that's why I check my temperature regularly. Um, so if you can get a thermometer, get access to, to a thermometer so you can check your temp regularly. So let me say clean your lotion bottles regularly if you jerk it off a lot. <laughs> clean your lotion bottles too. I'm about to go clean mine. Yeah, you might want to wipe that motherfucker down. Anyway. Wipe me down. Wipe me down should be the anthem of your life right now. Everything you do should be wipe me down. Cause I'm old. We not Kappas, but because I'm old. What is that? Alphas? Who do the wipe me down? I remember. Uh, Kappas. But anyway, wipe me down. Wipe everything down. And uh, FaceTime your loved ones, FaceTime your family, call them, check on them, text, no, fuck text. FaceTime, look at their face. Even though their mustache is curling into their mouth and they have their beard is crazy and they have no hairline at all, even though still FaceTime your family, let them know you love them. FaceTime your friends, let them see your face. Do Marco Polo. All of that shit makes me feel good. When I get a message from somebody in the family on FaceTime or Marco Polo or Facebook Messenger or whatever, it makes me feel good. Check on your family. Indeed, indeed. Check on your family. Speaking of which, those are the family who are listening. We love you. And love you. Happy Easter, Mom, Pop, Shelly, Dion, everybody. Those of you Christians out there like me, happy Easter, because it is Easter Sunday. It was a social distancing Easter Sunday, but God still got us through it, you know. <laughs> and both my partner and I believe in God. We just call him by slightly different names, you know. Same yep. motherfuckers. <laughs> but happy Easter to all of our friends and family that are watching. 
I don't celebrate it, but I don't, I'm not against it. Like, happy Easter to you and yours. Hope you enjoy it. And my birthday Friday, all you motherfuckers better send me a shout out Friday and come to our battle where we're doing Jodeci versus Boys to Men. That's my birthday present. That's all I want. What should I get new? Go to the Instagram live battle, watch it, party, and have fun. That's all I want for my birthday. That's it. That's it. Or, or for the coronavirus to be over. But man, I don't think that's going to happen. So what I want is for all of you to come to our Instagram page and watch the Jodeci versus Boyce and Men battle and laugh and sing and dance with us. There it is. Friday 9 p.m. There it is. Coming next Friday, new guest, another ass whooping. Good night and God bless everybody. <laughs> you didn't win. <laughs> Uno, we out. <laughs> hey.